Well, 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 hello there, everyone. I hope that all of you out there in listener land are doing well and staying safe and enjoying this fall season that we are in. It's cooler weather. It's the time of spoopy tales. And as such, we've decided to release a very special episode to all of our listeners. This is the first episode of a two-part horror adventure that we put together for our Patreon supporters uh, last year for Halloween. So during the time of this pandemic, we adjusted our Patreon levels and we're keeping it that way for now. And that is to say that all supporters at the $5 tier and above get access to monthly special episodes that we put together. We generally try to play something other than D&D, but we've done other things as well. Uh, You all have heard some of those, hopefully, in the regular feeds, such as the MBH Kids episode that we released, and a couple others, I believe, uh, the the Forced Him and Picnic episodes that we have put out, and the Honey Heist, that was one we released for everyone. Well, in the spirit of Halloween, the spoopy time of year, we decided to go ahead and release last year's Patreon-exclusive Halloween special. Last year, I put together a small one-shot in a game called Monster of the Week, and I was joined by a few of our players. It is spooky. It is kind of dark. So just be forewarned, this one does have some some sort of PG-13 content, nothing in terms of language or anything inappropriate, but it does have some violent and creepy stuff in the spirit of Halloween. So be warned, if you're easily spooked, it could be spooky because it has all our usual music, sound effects, etc. But it was a lot of fun, and hopefully you enjoy it. We will be back next week with the second half of this for the week of Halloween. And again, thank you all so much for being listeners, for sticking with us. We hope that you enjoy this very special episode, and uh, happy Halloween. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm I'm well. I'm doing doing well. <laughs> doing great. Hey. Is that it? That's all. <laughs> oh, That's that, all, that folks. There we go. Have a nice day. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning See in to Make Believe Heroes. NBH Peace. And welcome to another edition of MBH. Hello, everyone. Plays tonight. I'm joined by a few friends, uh, and we're going to play a game for you—a game that is not Dungeons and Dragons. I'm joined. Let's see who who wants to go first tonight. Pick me. Okay, go ahead, Jeffrey. I'm Jeffrey. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what. Does your character have a name, Jeffrey? Roberto. Okay, Roberto. Umberto. Is, 
Not Umberto, Roberto. Is it Roberto? Is that your name, Roberto? I mean, that just came out of my mouth. I don't know. Okay. Uh, who else do we have tonight? I am Alan, and tonight I will be playing Brad Jacoby. <laughs> Brad Jacoby has two first names. I love it. Jacoby is not a first name. It's a second name. I went to school with a guy named Jacoby. Really? Brad. Yeah. Yeah. But to dad. be fair, yeah. only guy I've ever known in my entire life whose name was Jacoby. Jacob. Jacoby was a famous mathematician. His sister's name was Aquila. That's also a famous mathematician. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. But the, uh, the famous mathematician's full name was Carl Gustav Jacob Jacoby. That's not nice. His name was Jacob Jacoby? <laughs> I think that's he went by up. Carl. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think he went by Carl. I'm Carl. Uh, who else is playing? Who is this voice coming from my right? I don't know. Who is, is it this? coming from my right, too? No, it's That's just you. Creepy. Tell us, tell us oh. who you are. Hey, it's Felicia, and I'll be playing Olivia Desiree, also known as Liv. <laughs> well, Liv. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what? Should what? I have two first names, too, since everybody else is? Yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. <laughs> yes. Roberto. Jose. Robert. <laughs> Jose, <laughs> did you say Roberto Roberts? I, I kind of want to be somebody with a first name for a last name and a last name for a first name. No, you got to yeah. be Roberto Roberts, and then it's like Roberto. first and last. Yes. And and last, last, first, you know? Paul has two first names. I do. It's just that one of them is typically a Me female too. name. Actually, three. Felicia Nicole Shirley. Hey, that's true. Okay, what are your what's your name again, Alan? Oh, no, everyone knows my name now. I don't know. I feel I felt attacked. So, oh, you think about changing it? I, I told you, Jacoby is a first name. It, it works. <laughs> it's, it's not. I like it. Confirmed. I know someone named Jacoby. Yeah, but he his he had a last name for a first name. I agree. Uh, yeah, Brad Brad Jacoby. I'm sticking. Brad with Jacoby, that. and it was Olivia Desiree, also known as Liv Desiree. If you call her Olivia, she's probably gonna punch you. So Roberto, Roberto, and we'll call you Rob. Okay, Roberto, what? Roberto Marks. Like Carl. Can we can we call you Rob? Sure. So tonight. Tonight for, on Unsolved Mysteries. So tonight we are stepping into Spoopy Town for Halloween. That's scared. In the form of a little game known as <laughs> Monster of the Week. MOTW. Monster of the Week is one of the Powered by the Apocalypse games. Some of you might already know it if you are a fan of such podcasts as The Adventure Zone. They played it on there, uh, which is how I heard about it originally. But we're going to play. So think uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or uh, Supernatural or maybe even like The X-Files, anything like that where you have characters that are essentially hunting down monsters and killing them. I've never watched any of those. Well, you're about to play all of them. You're about to be at all of them at once together. So this is a very different system. Hopefully it will go smoothly, but it is my first time running it and And I don't remember the rules. It's okay. I'm going to I'm going to give you all a quick rundown. I don't know anything about this. So this game uh is a lot a lot more simplified than traditional D&D. You only need 2d6s. There are no d20s rolled in this game. You don't even roll for damage. It's pretty much, it just does what it does based on how you roll to whether you succeed or fail, okay? There are varying levels of success and failure. Well, there's varying levels of success. 
there are eight moves. So think of moves in the way that you think of like skills or actions in D&D, whereas you would say, I'm going to take the attack action, or I'm going to take my move action, or I'm going to make a perception check. There are eight quote-unquote moves that you do to do basically anything in this game that would require a roll. Those moves are kick some butt, which we will be amending for this podcast, family-friendly. Kick some buttocks. Kick some booties. Across the board, a six or below is a failure, okay? A seven to nine is a mixed success, which means you're going to succeed, but there's going to be some sort of a, like a caveat to it. A 10 or higher is a complete success. You do what you set out to do, and it's all good. So the moves are kick some butt, <laughs> act under pressure, which is you know what it sounds like. You're in a pressure situation, and you have under to try pressure. and do something difficult. Help out, which is something that you guys are going to want to keep in mind, how you can always help out. Anytime that you want to help out, if you can give me a way that you can do so, you can help uh, accomplish goals. It's a good thing to do. Uh, Investigative mystery is something that obviously explains itself. You roll that when you are trying to you know, think like a perception check or an investigation check, except when you do an investigative mystery, there are a list of specific questions that you can ask. Okay, You can roll to manipulate someone, to get someone to do something that they don't want to or that you want them to do. Roll to protect someone, roll to read a bad situation, or roll to use magic. And like I said, this is brand new for all of us, which, don't get me wrong, I'll edit the heck out of this, so it'll probably be streamlined and seamless for listeners. But if there is some talking about it back and forth and trying to figure things out, just uh, bear with us the first time. So here is what I need to know. I need to know how you all know one another. So look at your character sheets, please. We play Dungeons and Dragons together. Yes. <laughs> That's how I met y'all. But if you look at your character sheet, in the last part of the character sheet, you'll see a part Ooh. that says introductions. So what we're going to do is everyone's going to go around and real quickly uh, just tell introduce your character. I want you to tell us what your name is. Which, you know We've already done that, but rehash your name, how you look, and tell the group what they know about you. You want me to go first? You want Alan to yeah, go first? Yeah, you can go first. Are we adults? Yes, you are. Um, so if, if you guys want to tweak this a little bit, you can. Uh, but for the setting, it makes sense to me for you all to be roughly the age that you are between, say, 24 and 28 or 29 in that range. I'm 40. You're 40? IRL. I mean. Here is the story. The three of you are all, I believe, local to a small suburban type town in Kentucky. The town is Winchester, Kentucky. It's a few miles south of Lexington. I've been there. It's essentially a, a suburban town. Winchester is kind of a quiet place. It's a, it's a nice place to live. Like most middle-class suburban towns in the south, Winchester deals with its uh, small share of crime and tragedy. But for the most part, it's pretty uneventful. Uh, it's an uneventful place to live in a good kind of way. That's why everyone has been so shaken up as of late. About two weeks ago, there was a sort of tragedy that struck the home of one of the most well-known families in Winchester, the Sullivan family. A Sullivan has served in office of the uh, like the government in Clark County for years, you know, as long far back as anybody can remember. And um, on the night of October 18th, Jason Sullivan, the son of Mary and James Sullivan, went missing. Jason was only 11 years old. He and his dad played video games the night before until around 10 o'clock, and then Jason went straight to bed. There was no noise in the night, no sign of a break-in. Nothing at all to explain what might have happened to the boy, but when his sister Jenny, who was uh, home for the weekend from college, came to wake him uh, for school that Monday morning before she headed out, he was gone. 
Word spread pretty quickly, and the town came together to search for the boy. And after a few days of searching with no leads, uh, most people began to lose hope. But in spite of this desperate situation, the Sullivans made a surprising choice to continue on with their annual Halloween party. Everybody knows that the Sullivan party is the bash of the year. Even after Jenny graduated from Clark County High, her parents continued hosting the Halloween party, and she would come home for it every year. No one expected them to host it this time in light of Jason's disappearance, but in an attempt to maintain some semblance of normalcy, the Sullivans decided they would go ahead and press forward with the party this year. And uh, you three will be attending this party tonight on October 31st, Halloween 2019. Wait, actual Halloween? Actual Halloween. Real Halloween. So uh, our, th- our three hunters, like I said, are attending the party. And now I need to know who our three hunters are. So, Felicia, why don't you start? Hey, I'm Liv. You know, Liv. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really know Rob that well, but I'm pretty sure he's seen me breaking into somebody's house one time. But psh, whatever, I don't care. He kind of looked at me funny, and I was like, what? And I just ran off. He never said anything to me about it, so I don't think he really remembers, but whatever. I don't care. And, uh, yeah, Jay over there. Jay? Yeah. <laughs> is, is that what you call, uh, Brad I- Jacoby? <laughs> <laughs> Jay. I love it. Go, I love it. Go for it. It's because I give everyone nicknames. Oh, cool. P. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. P. I'm just kidding. You're no. urine. Anyways, Jay, he's, you know that person in your family that, like, you try to stay away from? And they always come to the reunions, but they always sit in the corner. Okay. That's me, okay? Okay, that's you. (laughs) But Jay, he always comes over and tries to talk to me. At the family reunion? Yes. So you're saying that you and Jay are related? (sighs) Like distant, like really distant. It's Brad, right? It's Jay. It's Brad, but I can go by Jay, I guess. (laughs) So Liv is wearing um, an awesome cowboy outfit. She's wearing like the long overcoat. Her hair's down. She's got dark maroon hair. Uh, okay. She's wearing a darker brown cowboy hat with matching cowboy boots, and she's just wearing jeans and a flannel under the overcoat. She's got a holster with two guns in it, which she wants everybody to believe they're fake, but they are not because she's, you know, living on the edge because she's live. Needs on the, on the edge. edge. <laughs> just kidding. She's livid. Oh, so many. And she's wearing a red handkerchief around her neck. Okay, okay. And you'll probably see her standing against the wall, kind of arms crossed, chilling. Probably not talking to anyone because she just doesn't care. Okay. I'm playing someone not like me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Brad, why don't you go ahead and introduce your character for us? Uh, I am playing Brad, who is a flake. Okay. Which means he doesn't even show up to parties, even if he says he's going to. Right. I don't I don't understand what the flake means in this case, but I, I am either. basically a conspiracy buff, not crazy conspiracy guy who's like like very skeptical about most things, but does believe there are things and no and has reason to believe there are things that are hidden and intentionally so uh, regarding monsters and stuff like that. Right. So I hang out on the internet a lot. I almost always have a a small laptop with me. 
one of those uh, Microsoft Surface Pro. This podcast is brought to you by Microsoft. The Surface, <laughs> the Surface Pro is anyway. No, it's not. Uh, but I have like one of those tablets that you stick a keyboard onto that I keep with me all the time to record things. And I wear a rumpled suit because I have this complex about people taking me seriously and I want people to take me seriously. So I thought, what's the most serious clothes you can wear? A suit. So I went to Goodwill and bought a suit that mostly fits, but I didn't know that, you know, dry cleaning's a thing. So it's kind of, it's not quite, it's not been pressed in a while. Right. And for a costume, I thought, I'm just going to keep wearing my suit and I put on a pair of sunglasses and a little earpiece so I look like a secret agent man. Hmm. Secret service type thing. Hmm. That is something I literally did in college. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep, metal. that's that's my distant cousin, <laughs> <That's> everybody. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, There's, why don't you introduce Roberto for us? I am Roberto. What was my last name? Marks. Marks. That's it. Some people call me... Rob, some people call me Roberto, yeah, some people call me R, but I am very pale. That's fun. And I have bright red hair, and my cheeks are a little abnormally red all the time, so I just went ahead and dressed like a clown. Oh, Oh my gosh, why? Oh, boy. I'm out. Okay, dress like a clown. Um, anything else we need to know about your dude? Dress like a clown. His name's Roberto. I'm half ghost. I see. So you're playing the monstrous. I am monstrous. Hmm. Hmm. So, um, Liv, you're declaring that you and Jay are distant relatives. Dis- there's two distances. Okay. Distant, distant. He's double distant. Like, I'm, I'm kin to him, but ugh. Alan, I want you to be like every time I call you Jay. Can you please be like, my name's Brad? <laughs> it's Brad. My name's Brad. Now be like, whatever. That's pretty much what we're gonna do. Okay. Okay. So, what are you thinking for uh, Roberto? I said it earlier. Oh, what is it? I oh, said, about him uh, seeing you steal something? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. I didn't yeah, know I that was one. I was really one. doing it, dude. You're really in tune. Yeah. Excellent. Well done. Okay. If Liv was here, she'd punch you. I saw you steal something. You might have seen me, you know, break into a house because I'm like, you know, I've been to juvie. She's playing uh, the crooked, right? Yeah, you're right. Which means that she like has a sort of a sordid past. I know people. She's not necessarily actively doing bad things anymore, but she has done some stuff. Mm-hmm. You might have seen me breaking into somebody's house. So, Brad. Yeah. What history does Brad have with both Jay and uh, Roberto? We were in Vietnam together. Okay, yeah, <laughs> nice. that makes sense. It checks out, 2019. I am only 29, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, for Liv, you said that we're related, right? Yeah. I'll say to add to that, we are fellow freaks. So... You're all crooked. I'm all flaky. We're freaks. Sounds <laughs> good. Alan's all flaky. Or Brad's all flaky. He's frosted yeah. flakes. I don't really understand what the flaky thing is, but... I don't know either. It means I don't, I don't moisturize think... my skin, so... <laughs> he, he is cereal, okay? Frosted he is flakes. Frosted flakes. They're more exactly. than good. They're great. Um. So what, what, about, uh, what about Roberto? Roberto, I say we know each other through cryptozoology and conspiracy theory websites. Okay. 
Yeah. That's different. That makes sense. Maybe somebody got a picture of him. And I was like, ooh, I know him. Mm. You know, ghosty. That's a cool mm. idea. I love it. So maybe, it. Do you, would you say that uh, you know he's a ghost, maybe? Uh, I'm down with that if he's down with yeah. that. Yeah. Are you down with that? Sure. He's down with that. Sweet. Yeah. So you two have uh, come in contact because of your uh, your research, and you have confirmed that he is, in fact, paranormal. Ooh. Ooh. That means, like, normal but different, right? Yeah. All mm. right, Roberto. What is the connection between yourself and Brad? Maybe it was since he knows that you're a ghost. Maybe it was like the they tried to slay you, but you proved you're on the side of good. Maybe rather than him like trying to kill you, like I was gonna say, maybe that was the one for Liv. Whenever I saw her stealing, she tried to kill me. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh boy. Dang right. That's serious. Liv don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I convinced her. So what convinced you not to kill me? You said you wouldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> She's right. uh, easy to convince. Yeah, there we go. Okay. And then for Brad. For Brad. Mm-hmm. You should do the last one. They saved you from another hunter who was prepared to kill you. Asked him what happened. So did Brad show up at this theft too? Yeah, Brad was actually there too. Okay, okay. And we okay. both so, convinced. Her. Yeah, well, I don't. Know. Or maybe yeah, she yes, was gonna yeah. Fix it, Paul. He Put helped it you. He he helped convince her because he's my cousin. Yeah, because Kinda. he's her cousin. Distant. Yeah, Distant. and he's like, wait, I know this ghost. He's like, yeah, I can vouch for this guy. He's he's a good guy. <laughs> I like it. But maybe Felicia does Felicia know you're a ghost, or I'm sorry, does uh, Liv know you're a ghost? My name's Liv. Well, it's up to you. I'm just saying, you just say yes or no. Sure, she probably does now. Yeah. Okay. 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 So you guys have uh, had a run-in in the past. Maybe. So we have uh, we have our history set up. Are you gonna roll the two giant d sixes? It's a good call. I need to do that. I'm gonna do that right now. Do but it. I'm also going. I'm also gonna drop this this other PDF since I've already sent you like five. I should go ahead and send you another one. I like them. That has a little hand drawn map of the house where you guys are heading, because you guys are heading to the Sullivan House. It is a large, nice, like I said, suburban-y type house that has a decent amount of land actually around it. You know, about a five acre lot. Like I said, they're kind of an old family, wealthy family. Um, and this is where the party is taking place, and the party is hopping, okay? Hopping. <laughs> but before we find out just how hopping it is, in lieu of the giant d20, I'm going to roll the 2d6, which is what you will roll every time you go to make a move. Dun, dun, dun. I got double threes. Ooh. Roll again. So double threes would technically be a failure. Ho-ho. Because mm. a six and below is a Failure. Let us begin with Monster of the Week. So you're all uh, heading to the Sullivan House for this Halloween bash. Everyone who's anyone, uh, which is a lot of the people that you guys went to school with, it's likely that... Oh, wait, wait, let me ask a question real quick. Roberto, how old are you? 25. Okay, that's, that's about the same for Liv, right? Yes. So you two likely went to school together. Uh, you probably knew who he... You probably didn't know each other like we're friends, obviously, because it didn't come up. But you probably knew of each other. Or at the very least, you probably knew of Roberto because you were kind of cool in school, right? Oh, yeah. Too cool for school? I was the coolest. He was uh, like you know, like star star football player or something like that, maybe. I've seen better. 
so you are all invited because anyone in the town is invited. Like I said, uh, it's, it's kind of an odd situation because of the presumed loss of their younger son, Jason. But the Sullivan family has decided to press on with the party. Who is arriving first, would you say? Me. Okay. So you're rolling in about like time the party starts? Yes. Liv would probably be showing up because she doesn't want to get there later. So she has to like walk in and everybody look at her. So she'd get there before a huge crowd is there. Oh, okay. And so what about... So she'd be already in there. Okay. And what about Brad? He comes fashionably late. Because, one, he doesn't want to be there, but two, he wanted to make sure he's well prepared for being there. Question. Yes. So, one of my moves is an at-the-beginning-of-each-mystery move. When do uh, I do that? Let's do it right now. This is the beginning of the mystery. Okay, so it's called Connect the Dots. So, cool. I pull out my coloring book. Ooh, okay. And there is a dot-to-dot, dot, so I start taking it from one to two. I almost don't see three, but I see it. Right before I just skip on the four. Okay, so roll, uh, roll me 2d6 to see how well you can connect these dots. Okay, so I rolled a six, and it says plus sharp. Mm-hmm. And my sharp is two, so that's eight. Okay, so that is a mixed success. So that means you get to hold one. And that means you get to hold one of these questions to ask me at some point during the mystery, right? Yes, and I want to ask one of these questions at some point during this mystery. Okay, you can just, uh, at any point, just let me know you want to use that, and you can ask away. And I have to answer honestly. Yeah, you do. Okay. So you you are connecting the dots, uh, Roberto. You come approaching the front door of this house. Would you say this is your first time being here, or would you say that you probably came to some parties when you were in school? I probably came to some when I was in school. Okay. So as you're approaching, uh, some people that you know, some friends from high school, people that you grew up around, call you out. Some people wave. A couple of people come up and say hello stuff like that, you know, you're just kind of making your way, doing the rounds. Uh, how do you feel? you feel pretty comfortable in this situation? Yeah, I feel like the man. You are the man. Uh, do you, what's your plan? What's your move here? To raid the food. Okay, okay. So you head inside uh, the front door, and this place is decked out in just full, it looks like they paid someone to go all out on the Halloween decorations, which is what you're accustomed to. There's all kinds of like that fake web stuff hanging everywhere and all the trees out front as you're walking up the walkway and up the steps into the front door. You step inside and there are like streamers hanging all over the ceiling, like crisscrossed orange and black. I mean, it is tacky to the max in a good Halloween way. You know what I mean? There is music thumping, uh, like Halloween sort of style, creepy, eerie, like soundscapes in the background with like this basically like <laughs> raid music. No, I mean, it's no. it's bad, uh, but you know everyone's totally into it. And you step inside, so I cringe. Yeah, you cringe. Uh, there are lots of like fake skeletons hanging from the ceiling here and there, like small ones and like ghosts and different things and everyone is decked out in crazy costumes uh someone comes up to you it's a gentleman he looks like he's probably in his early 40s and he is dressed full on in a full like dracula costume he's got the fake teeth and like the blood makeup on his mouth and pale he's got his hair slicked back and he's wearing like the high collared cape and he says welcome to our home ha 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 where's the food at Oh uh, yeah, uh, the food is out. Uh, it's out back. We got all the food uh, set up out back. What's your What's your name? Uh, you look familiar. 
Rob hey, you went to school with with Jenny, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, it's James, her dad. We've, we've, we've met. I'm pretty. Didn't you play football for Clark County High? Of course. Oh man. Hey, you know. Hey, thanks for coming. There's food. There's food out back, man. I played varsity when I should have been playing JV. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I remember you. I remember you. <laughs> God, this is terrible. Well, like I said, uh, there is food out back. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Help, help yourself, man. Thanks. Uh, have a good time. And uh, he just kind of turns and starts talking to someone else. You make your way through. You walk through the house. Like I said, you've been here before. You know there's a back door uh, through the kitchen all the way at the back of the house. And, like, leaned against the hallway in the back door is uh, Liv. And what is your, what's your costume again? I'm dressed as, like, a cowboy. The trench coat. Ah, uh, yes. The cowboy trench coat. So, like, a gunslinger. Yes, I'm like a gunslinger. I'm sitting there. I've got my... Handkerchief, red handkerchief around my uh, neck, and mm -hmm. I got my hat on, and I'm just leaned back, boots and all. So you're, so like you I'm said awesome. you're just kind of hugging a wall and yeah, trying chilling. to, yeah. Well, you see, as uh, Roberto comes walking up, he's walking by you. Hey, Rob. Oh no, who invited you? <laughs> Only the smart people. Listen, it's not a party without the person who, you know, leans against the wall and acts like they own the place, you know what I'm saying? True, you do have to have losers for a party. Oh, wow. I really should just pull out my gun and shoot your foot off. <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's a joke. <laughs> not really, though. Loser. <laughs> wow, good joke. Very hostile. I'm going to get some, I am going to get some food. Bring me back some. No. It's all mine. Figured. I'll just follow you. I think I'm just going to follow you around and make your life miserable. Okay. Cool. I go out the door. <laughs> I'm following you. But I, follow but I close the door quickly behind me. So okay. she has to open it. What a loser. And I open the door. You grab the handle. You got to open the door. Uh, as you do, something kind of strange happens. Um, you notice, like, as soon as your hand touches the door, you notice, like, a flickering of the lights. Hmm. And like the music kind of cuts out for just a second, and everyone just like stops and looks around, and then it just cranks back up again. <laughs> <laughs> Who seen it? Me or him? You. He's outside. Oh, gosh! They didn't pay the electricity bill. I don't even know what's going on in this place. It's so weird. Liv, why are you talking to yourself? I don't know. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna go outside. All right, you follow Roberto out the back door. Uh, around that time. Brad, are you, like, driving in, you walking over, grabbing an Uber? They have Ubers in Kentucky? Somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah, Somewhere, they're yeah, Uber probably. fun. Yeah. You might have to wait 45 minutes for it to get there, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, am I close enough to walk? Like, can I walk within, like, 20 minutes? Sure, yeah. I'd say that. Okay, then I'll walk. It's a crisp okay. fall night. Wow. Yeah, it is. It's, like, pristine fall temperatures outside, and uh, it's not rainy. My rumpled suit is really, uh, it's made of thicker material, so I stay warm. Okay. On your way over, what are you, uh, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about what, why are they having a Halloween party in this place where somebody got dead? Presumably. Presumably. And I'm also thinking about, so do I know that there's a monster of some sort afoot? So uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to roll me and investigate a mystery. I want to investigate a mystery. So that's seven plus two, that's nine. Okay, uh, so with a nine, you hold one. Uh, so you can ask me one of the 
investigate a mystery questions. So you've been researching for the last couple of weeks, um, especially based on when you finally did hear and you saw the like you read about. I'm sure there were police reports and stuff like that in your in your studies, right? Like, how would you approach looking up what's going on with this child going missing? I would go on the internet first. I would look at the town newspaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I would look at the police blotter to see if they had anything that they didn't report on. I don't know if they have the police blotter, like 911 calls. You know how some places will do that? They have, like, yes, their police blotter where you can just go and read. I'll look at that to see if there's anything there. I try to talk to people I know who are close to the situation furtively. You know, I don't want to upset anybody who is uh, mourning or, you know, absolutely might have some uh, trauma from being adjacent to this situation. I try not to sound overly nosy, but, you know, so talking to people, uh, lots of things, you know. So I would say that you don't need to ask what happened here because you know. I mean, it was in the paper, and from what you've heard from everyone else, there there wasn't much left out of that, but you already know pretty much what happened here, which was the boy went to bed the night before. His dad was with him playing games. Everything was fine. No signs of a break-in, no signs of anything uh, suspicious. The boy was just gone. So you know that. So what other question do you want to ask? You can ask, what sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can it hurt? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? What sort of creature is it? Do I have an inkling? You do. Do I suspect it's a It is an inkling. You suspect something. So um, based on just the sort of uh, situation of, of how it happened and, and all of the details of just like kids just going missing in the middle of the night, no sign of a break-in, no noise, everything exactly the way it was left. It's like they just vanished into thin air. With your adept uh, internet researching capabilities, you have stumbled upon a sort of an active online community. I say active, not active. It's a it's a very niche online community that is researching the presence of some new sort of urban legend. And I say new, it's just recently come to light, but it's one of those things where someone posted uh, a theory or an article, it grabbed the attention of a few people and now they're pulling like newspaper clippings from a state you know, like in somewhere in Montana 10 years ago where a very similar thing happened. And then five years ago, something very similar happened in California and there are reports in other countries. You know what I'm saying? It's all just kind of coming together with these completely uh, disconnected events, but they're connecting them together and trying to link them into the same thing. And they have begun to call this thing night terrors. And that is all based on this one account which was an account of a so-called survivor. And the account basically was that a boy was experiencing what uh, has been described to him by his doctor and psychiatrist as a night terror, which is he awoke in the middle of the night and he felt some sort of presence as if he had woken from a nightmare, like he was being pushed down into the bed, right? I mean, you guys have heard of real-life night terrors. Let's not talk about it. I've had them. Paralyzed by fear, you know, unable to move. Never happened. But as he was crippled by this fear, he saw something moving in the room and felt something trying to literally drag him from the bed. And it just so happened that uh, I'm out. his mother was coming to check on him in the night and opened the door. And the boy, the account, which was a young boy, probably 13, 14 years old, swears that when she opened the door, he saw it flee. 
it's sort of begun this like slender man type theory this internet phenomenon of this oh yeah it, it makes sense because of this it makes sense because of that but it hasn't it has a very 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 small following but you were immediately intrigued by it just for some reason kind of had a gut feeling and you are going to do some investigating to see if maybe there is a connection it could be you know it kind of fits all the marks and your best guess is it's uh, it's this these night terrors the only marks I know is Roberto, Roberto. Marks. <laughs> so you are kind of going over what you know about this thing as you make your way and you arrive at the Sullivan household yes so I go to the door. I'm assuming this is like you just walk in kind of party. Oh yeah, it's you see people wandering around, walking around like in the in the yard and just kind of hanging out. There are already people standing around with like solo cups in their hand, doing their thing. It's it's already full of people by the time you get there, even just fashionably late. So I uh, I open the door, mm-hmm. walk in, and just see the crowd. I get a get a little. A little bit nauseous is probably too strong a word, but I'm just feeling a little Queasy. uncomfortable. So I reach into my uh, jacket pocket, in the suit jacket, okay. pull out a flask, take a swig, put it back. Okay. It's filled with Pepto-Bismol. As, as you step in the door looking around and you take a swig of your Pepto, uh, a tallish sort of slightly balding man, looks like he's in his 40s, dressed in full Dracula costume, comes forward. Welcome, welcome. Ah, ah, ah. Welcome to our home. Uh, 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 thank you. <laughs> what is your name? Uh, Brad. <laughs> ah, nice to meet you, Brad. I am Dracula. Uh, oh, I see that. This is my home. Uh, sorry. It, uh, I'm, I'm James Sullivan. I'm the owner. Uh, this is... Right. Oh, certainly, certainly. Thank you for, uh, thank you for hosting. This looks like quite the soiree. Ah, yes, yes. Welcome to our party. There is food waiting outside. If you'd like to partake in some in the back, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan of food. Thank you. Yes, help yourself. I hate this guy. Uh, the restrooms. There's, there's a restroom located on the back, on the right of the back door. If you need that, and uh, yeah, just have fun. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Have I ever told you guys that I hate Halloween? <laughs> I walk in there and just start breaking down. Dancing. Stop dancing? You know? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but I kind of like shrug my shoulders in an awkward, like, I'm trying to look festive, but yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. Like, kind of like to the music yeah. as I walk by. Staying alive starts playing. I do some crazy mad disco moves like John Travolta. You did the Bigfoot move on oh, no, uh, Goofy no, no. Movie. Oh yeah, the where goofy he's just movie moving his, like, finger. his finger. <laughs> exactly. That's so good. That's so good. Exactly. Okay, uh, as you are making your way inside, uh, Rob, you get to the back, and there is a large spread of food. I eat it all. All kinds of Halloween-themed cupcakes and snacks. There's pizza. There's punch. Non-alcoholic. Good. The alcohol is very clearly designated in certain areas, not mixed in with the regular foods. Do they have like a triple X mark on the alcohol, like in cartoons? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all just in giant, like wooden um, barrels uh, with a tap in the side. I avoid those. I yell, prohibition. <laughs> yes. And I slam an axe into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. So Liv is still pretty close behind him, so she goes over to the punch and gets a mm-hmm. cup of it, 
and goes over to Rob and she's like, "Hey, you want you want a punch?" Good one. But no, thank you. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive. Oh, I'm okay. just gonna have some pizza. She just throws it. She throws it on the ground. You just spike it. Yeah. Onto the ground. Because I was gonna punch him. I know what you were gonna Happy do. Happy birthday to the ground. We all knew was what it you that were gonna obvious? do. <laughs> Everyone knew what you were gonna do. Dang it! I'm really bad at being bad. It's like your shoes untied. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, you're standing there. Uh, this this little altercation is going, and uh, you kind of got your back to the uh, the snack table, and someone just bumps into you real hard, Rob. I bump back. Like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, excuse you. Dude, watch uh, it. You turn and look, and you see it is actually Jenny Sullivan, the older sister of Jason. You and Jenny went to high school together, and you never had, like, a fling with her, but you were pretty sure she had a thing for you. She was one of the smarter, you know, like, better-behaved kids in school, which is why uh, you're a little surprised as you turn around because you see her standing there, and she's like, excuse you. Oh, excuse me. She's uh, visibly inebriated. Um, Jenny, maybe you should go lay down. <laughs> what? Oh, hey, R- Roberto. How are you? Hey. Hey, how are you? <laughs> she looks like she was um, getting dressed in a... Uh, well, I guess her costume, it, it looks like a frilly sort of like pink dress, but it's torn in a lot of places with like scratches, and she's got zombie makeup on. She's obviously some sort of like an undead prom night. I thought she was like Cinderella after midnight. Yeah, if Cinderella were a zombie. Okay. How, how are you? How, hey. Hey. Oh, gosh. Do I really have to sit here and watch this? Uh, who, are, who are you? You don't want to know. <laughs> you probably don't want to oh, know. I remember you. You were... You were... You, we had... Yeah... Um, chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. With, uh, what was what was her name? Miss Jones. Miss um, Sanders. Sanders. No, Jones. Jones? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's probably right. It was, yeah. Whatever. Well, why are you here? You're not, you're not cool. <laughs> and she kind of slaps Rob on the shoulder. That's true. Why are you here, Blue? Oh, my gosh. I hate all these people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rob! Listen, Rob. We should meet up later. Oh, she whispers very loudly. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, weirdos. I mean, maybe she like winks very animatedly, and then trips. Like, yeah, against the table. I, She's definitely I, I a catch, think, Rob. I think you probably should like go take a nap or something. You know you're smart. <laughs> that, that, that's why. Oh, good one, Jenny. That's <laughs> sorry. Something, something's, something tastes really bad. You're smart. I'm gonna go sit down. Yeah, that's that's hey, probably fun a part, good fun idea. party. Yeah, fun party. Fun, fun, fun party. And then she wanders off. Wow, Rob, you really know how to get them. Well, I'm not gonna get a. Severely inebriated person. Um, so, Brad, you're inside. You're just getting your dance on. Do you go out back to get some food? No, the dance was more of a cover. Okay. So I have searching eyes, so I'm searching everywhere. And my dance is more of like a bumping of shoulders, you know? 
up okay. and down. Okay. And so I'm doing that while looking around, looking for anything suspicious, looking okay. for anything that could hint at night terrors creeping around here. I also want to mention for the new players at the table, which is all of us, although, Alan, you probably know from having read the book, you have your luck points, okay? Yeah, if, I do. if at any time you fail a roll, you can retroactively change the result to a 12 by using one of your luck. Nice. But if you run all the way out of luck, then you become doomed and very, very bad things begin to happen to you. So keep that in mind. How much luck do we have? Uh, it's on your character sheet. Oh. Probably seven. I think I think most people start with seven. Um, you've got you, you'll see it there. It says luck, and it'll have like seven boxes. So uh, you're you're doing some looking around, scoping the place out. Okay, why don't we call that? Uh, I mean, I guess it would be another investigative mystery. It could be, yeah. Or it could be act under pressure because of my social anxiety. That's how about I, how about I let you choose? Uh, no, I'll just uh, I'll investigate a mystery. Okay. Because that's my best stat anyway. But that okay. seems more valid to what I'm doing. Ooh, can I solve a mystery? Or perhaps rewrite history? Perhaps. So that's a 9 plus 2, which is 11. Oh boy, so that's uh, that's a very good success. It's not quite a uh, super success, but it is a very good success. You get to hold two. You can ask me two questions. From okay. what happened here, what sort of creature is it, what can it do, what can it hurt, where did it go, etc. Where did it go? Where did it go? So you're looking for, like... So you know that the boy was in his room, right? Yeah. So you want to go looking for his room? I want to go dancing toward his room. Okay. Uh, his room. So you, you kind of kind of just kind of blend through and just make your way through. I mean, it's a crowd, so it's easy to slip around and, and find your way around. Um, you do a quick sweep of the downstairs, and, and you can tell, and by downstairs I mean the first floor, you can easily tell... It's not here. There is one bedroom behind the kitchen near the back door. Uh, you've, you kind of peek inside and you see that it's clearly like a guest room. And then you see a staircase. There's one going up and there's a door that leads down into the basement. Yeah. You continue looking around and uh, after, and like I said, there's people everywhere. This house is filled with people. Uh, you do find a door upstairs. You go upstairs and you walk through. You kind of spot the master bedroom. Uh, you spot the bathroom, you know, a couple other guest bedrooms, and then you come across the last room on the right upstairs. You see on the door uh, the name Jason that is spelt with, like, big flashy red letters. Not, like, flashing, but, like, big bright red letters, and there's a Superman symbol underneath of it. How old was this kid? Eleven. Eleven. Is there another door nearby that says Freddy? There's not. <laughs> there is not. Okay. So I, what are the odds that I open this door and there's a dude in a hockey mask with a machete? One. I mean, I don't know. I try to get in there. Okay. It's not locked. I kick in the door. <laughs> okay. All right. You open the door. You are now at the door of, you know, where did it go? Is that what it was? Where did it go? Where did it go? So you have a second question. Yeah. Where did it come from? Is it Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> so I would say my second. So does that answer that? Or do I need another question to answer the question? So where did it go? You don't really know the answer um, it, because it's not possible for you to know at this juncture. But you are in the room where it took place. You have found the room where it allegedly went. Okay. So my question is, what happened here? 
So you go to investigating. Yeah. Pull out a magnifying glass. Um. All right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break away from you there for a second as you oh. are oh. pulling out your your uh, magnifying glass and beginning to look around, see what you can find out what happened here. So, Rob. Yeah. You just had a, an awkward encounter with Ginny. What are you doing? I have already eaten two pizzas by this point. Okay, you have devoured pizza. Liv's just looking at him like, ooh. I just, it's food and I have to eat it. He has literally eaten two large pizzas. And I've probably got another one in my hand carrying it with me through the house. Okay, so you've by headed back inside? By this point, she's just looking at him like, whoa. Yeah. I thought you meant two pieces. No. No, he has eaten two large pizzas and now he's carrying one around. <laughs> Like, I got the box in my hand. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I'm just following him. You follow him inside? So, uh, Rob. Yeah. Why did you come to this party? I got nothing better to do. Mm. Free pizza? I mean. Yeah. Also, did you hear about that kid dying or disappearing? Yeah, it's pretty creepy. But, I mean, they're still having this dumb party. I mean, I really don't like Halloween, so... Nah. I'm kind of... Well, I mean, you know what I am, so... Yeah, I know, I know. And you know what I am. <laughs> and she kind of, like, elbows him. A weirdo. Anyway. Shut up. You just shut up. Just shut up. So, you don't think anything paranormal happened here? Well, this is, like, really dumb, but, uh... Jay sent me a whole email about it and why it, what happened and what he thinks happened and how he's going to be here tonight. I'm just waiting for him to like fall out a window or something like that. I don't even know. Well, he's always investigating and looking at stuff online about ghosts and stuff. So he's probably already here somewhere investigating. Totally. He's that weird. I know. Unfortunately, I'm kin to him. Maybe we should look for him. By the time you say that, that thing happens again. And now it's the sun is set outside to the point that it's not completely gone down. It's like that really, really dim dusk right before it gets completely dark outside. And uh, the lights do that flickering thing again. Mm. It's not like it is when it's normal. You know, like today in my house, literally, the lights kind of flickered on and off because it was coming a windstorm outside. Uh, it flickers and it like flickers like three times. It's odd. And the music kind of skips and stutters also. And it comes back on? Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? That just happened earlier. The vampire, Mr. Mr. Sullivan, who greeted you when you came inside earlier. He sort of steps over and pauses the boombox, which is, you know, playing all the music. I'll say the boombox. It's not a boombox. Yeah, no. It's like a big sound system. Boombox. Uh, throughout the whole house. He kind of pauses it, and uh, he picks up one of those, like, karaoke mics, you know, that's connected to it. It's like, um, ah, uh, yes, well, I uh, hope you're having a good time. Uh, yes. Oh. Um, I, I'm going to, I don't know what's going on with electricity. It's kind of acting funny. So uh, don't worry. Everybody just, just keep, you know, having a good time. Might have thrown a breaker or something, or I don't, I don't, not an electrician. Uh, I, I just don't Clearly. worry about it. I'll check it out. And then he kind of steps around and heads toward the basement door. Liv wants to investigate a mystery because that's the second time that the lights have flickered. Okay, what are you doing? I don't know. 
you you got to no I'm saying you got to tell me what you're going to do to investigate this mystery. Well, saying I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Not using the probably, questions. I'm saying like in character. I want to see. Oh, so I have to do something. Yeah, like role play it. Like how are oh, you going okay. about? Yeah, like Alan went looking through the house so, for where the stuff went down. Rewrite history too. Okay, mm-hmm. in character. Mm-hmm. Hey Rob, when when I touched the door earlier, it it did that. Not that I think it's just the door, because I'm not dumb, but <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> dumb butt. Dumb butt. Uh, not that I'm a, you know, loser, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but maybe I should go, we should go over there and check out the door and see if something is connected to the lights flickering. I don't really know. Just, just come on. Sure, go touch the door. Now you're just making fun of me. Are you making fun of me? No, go touch the door. And she like raises a fist at it. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm watching you. She just goes to the door. And you touch the door and nothing happens when you touch the door. Nothing happens. Yeah, exactly. What a weirdo. Oh my gosh. Why am I even with you? But something probably is going on because that is not a normal electricity stutter. The lights kick off. What? Right then? Completely. I told you it was the door. It is not the door. <laughs> you hear from somewhere in the house called out, Sorry! And then they kick back on. Okay. Oh my gosh. See, Mr. Sullivan. You think that Brad, Brad Chad is here? The lights start flickering like crazy. Now he's just messing with us. Some weird Probably. sounds start coming out of the speakers. Uh, uh, it sounds like music all distorted and messed up. Mm, nope. Mm-mm. People start looking around concernedly. I'm done. Okay. That's in character. Brad. Yeah. You're upstairs Brad, in Jason's room. No, get out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, I found uh, his stash of Twinkies. So I'm munching on Twinkies. Get out. I'm freaking out. I'm gonna be so scared. Okay, yeah, you do find some snacks. Uh, he's got like a little. You're, you're. I'm assuming you're taking like a flashlight or something. Oh yeah, is the light looking off? under his bed, stuff like that. Is the light off in the room? I have a watchman's flashlight. Okay, cool. Like a like a mag light. Well, like whenever you shine it, it has like a Rorschach a blot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you step into the room and it's a really really cool. You know, 11-year-old's room. I mean, he's got, like, the Superman motif is continuing onto his bed set. He's got the Superman comforter and pillow and stuff. He has a shelf filled with comic books. Uh, off to one side, you see, like, a you know, smallish, like, 32-inch flat screen. He's got a Nintendo Switch hooked up to it, PS4. Um, it, the controllers and stuff are laying out in the floor in front of the TV like they haven't been touched. Uh... There, there's a lot of like posters for Marvel movies and DC movies on the walls, and maybe may, I don't know is is Brad into that sort of stuff too? Yes. So you know he's a kindred spirit. So first, you asked me a question, right? Yeah. Ooh. You asked me what happened here. Yeah. Tell me. So you're investigating. You do find a little chest with some snacks Ooh, underneath the bed. Yo. I don't eat any. I don't eat dead people's snacks. You're looking around. And uh, you're shining your light. You look in the closet. We'll say that you kind of go for under the bed last after looking around the room really well. The light is on. And uh, you kind of get down on a knee 
Uh, he's got he's got one of those like bed skirts, like a Superman bed skirt around his bed. Yeah. You grab it to pull it back. The lights flicker. Get out. I cry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got my this is my flashlight flicker, or is it just the overhead lights? Kind of happened too quick for you to notice. Very very quick. Okay. You pull back the bed skirt uh, and you shine your light up underneath, and it's cluttered. You know, there's some toys, boxes. You see, like, he's got his game system boxes under the bed. You see a PS4 box. You see a Switch box and different things under there, and you're kind of scanning it. Do you reach up under there and move things around? What do you do? I kind of reach up under there and move things around. You move the PS4 box, right? And the lights in the room cut off just completely. Including my flashlight? No. Or not? Flashlight stays on. When they do, though... The hairs on the back of your neck just stand up. I shaved those for that very reason. Okay, the spots where the hairs used to be on the back of your neck, they just, you know, the nerves just kind of tingle, right? Okay. I need you to act under pressure to keep from running out the room. I make a five. That is a failure. So uh, you are backing up and backing up. Uh, You are uh, pushing yourself Back, you know, you kind of had like your head and shoulder up underneath the bed. You bump your head on the bottom of the bed frame. You're clambering back, and when you do, you accidentally hit the switch on your uh, flashlight. flashlight. And when that happens, you kind of stumble back, and you're reaching out to get it, and you look up, and right inches from your face is something in the dark. It looks like shadow taken form. Uh, what is Brad the most afraid of? He had an uncle who would tell him scary stories when he was a kid. Okay. And he always hated him, but always wanted to listen to him anyway. And so he used to tell a story about this thing called the no-face. Thing is, this thing had a face. But in place of the face, were just like two little holes where the eyes would be, but no eyes. Mm -hmm. And also where the mouth would be. There were no teeth or mouth, just like a little slit and a tongue that would come out of it. And it would like, there was no lips or anything. The tongue would just kind of like hang out. And in place of a nose, it had like two little spikes sticking out. It would just, you know, it would get little boys and be bad to them. It would kill them to death. You look up and the no face is inches from your face. I die immediately. You can feel its breath on your cheek you see it reach forth its arms towards you and the lights kick back on is it still there it's not I grab my flask and take a big gulp not not a swig a whole gulp you take a big old gulp of uh, of Pepto-Bismol mm-hmm. so that's kind of your uh, y- you still don't know what was the question you asked me what happened here what happened here so you don't know exactly. You know one thing for sure. Something not normal happened here. Would you go as far as to say paranormal? You stand up and you I'm assuming you're just trying to kind of get your flashlight. Are you trying to leave the room? What are you trying to do? Get the floop out. Okay. <laughs> you stand up and you grab your flashlight and you turn around to grab the door. And as you do, the door opens. I go out the window. <laughs> Someone like peeks their head in and you see this guy sitting there he's 
It looks like it may be a little bit younger than you, probably in his mid twenties. Uh, he's got like a um, like a baseball cap on, like a Yankees cap, and a jersey. Obviously, he's just taking generic sports guy as his costume. He's probably about five eight, something like that. And he steps in. He he sees you standing there. And he's like, "Uh, what are you what are you doing in here?" I got lost when the lights went out. I was looking for man. Don't you know, like, what happened? You shouldn't be in here. This is Jason's room, man. Oh, no. Is it Jason? Jason, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to try to manipulate this guy. Okay. I want him to, for one, to buy the lie. Okay. Uh, And two, to kind of, like, I want to know what he knows, you know? I want to get him to spill the beans without him realizing that I'm, I'm tipping the pot. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's roll it. Okay. It's a seven. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a six. I, I, I was... No. Ah, yeah. So that is actually a failure. So um, he says, what's with the... Um, what's with the flashlight? Are you are you trying to steal from the Sullivans? No. I, they just lost their son. The lights just went out, and I had my flashlight. Have you been digging under his bed? And you look and like boxes are pushed out from under the bed where you kind of look around <laughs> in there. I was trying to hide from the monster. Uh, I'm I'm going to get Mr. Sullivan. I'm leaving. The lights flicker. They go crazy, jittering like they did when you guys were downstairs. And it's like a strobe effect in here. And every time that it's dark in the room, you see this thing, this no face thing. First, it's up against the wall on the other side of the room. But every time the lights flicker, it is one step closer to you. So I look at the other guy and say, you see that? What? What What is that? That's what I was trying to get away from. And I push him through the door. Let's get out of here. I need you to uh, act under pressure. I want to act under pressure. This time, it's going to work. It works. It's a seven. Okay. I rolled a six plus one. Plus cool. All right, excellent. That, you 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 do succeed, but I'm going to give you uh, uh, let's see, I'm going to give you a choice here. So the door is shut behind him. Uh, I'm going to say that as he kind of pressed forward and the lights flickered, that the door swings shut. And so you don't have time to push him out the door. You're either going to have to uh, leave him there and just like run out the door behind him, or possibly put yourself at risk trying to get him out the door. Uh, I'll put myself at risk. Okay, so you like grab him. What do you? How do you do that? I grab him by his jersey. Okay, and I say, so is he like frozen or is he like trying to get out himself? Frozen. Frozen. Okay. I like grab him and uh, I like kind of try to shine the light in his face to see if that helps. I don't know. I'm kind of okay. acting under pressure here. I got you. Yeah, you're trying to shake him loose. Yeah. And then, like, pulling him sort of by his jersey out the door behind me. Okay. All right. Um, The thing is coming toward you. It's coming toward you, and it it begins to make this noise, uh, this, like, raspy breath, like it's trying to suck air through the slit on its face that serves at its mouth. It's moving towards you, and the lights are still flickering. Rob. What are you two doing downstairs? Uh, Pretending I didn't hear any of that just now. Yeah, you didn't. The lights are flickering, going crazy. Things are obviously weird. What are you doing? 
Okay, something is not right here. Let's let's go investigate a mystery. What do you want to do? Maybe we should go try to help Mr. Sullivan. She she going for the basement? Oh no. I don't wanna go to the basement. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean we yeah, I guess we could go help him with the lights. I don't think that's it, but uh, you know, he's probably messing it up worse, so maybe we'll run into um Jay. Maybe. The basements are usually creepy, so you know. I'll let you stand behind me, don't worry. Gosh, such a loser. And she just walks through the door. Okay. Um, you guys circle around and you head down toward the basement. The lights are still flickering and you guys are going down that way. Uh, you step down the staircase and it's into like a finished, it's a finished area that you're in. Uh, there's like a hallway leading up and you can see across from where you're at, there's like a big rec room. The door's open. You see people in there like playing pool or whatever, hanging out. Lots of people everywhere. The lights are flickering. People are starting to kind of get freaked out. But to your right, you see like this sliding door that obviously leads into an unfinished part of the basement and it's wide open. Okay, I go through there. You go through there and um, you turn to your right and what you see is you see a, a very large electrical panel. It's open. You see Mr. Sullivan. He's on the floor. M- on his rump, leaning back on his hands, like scooching back, eyes wide open and standing in front of him is what looks like a boy, probably around 11 years old. He is visibly mangled. Ah. And he is walking toward Mr. Sullivan with a knife in his hand. I'm going to draw my gun. It is very dimly lit in there. So okay. we can't... No, yeah, 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 you sure can. I'm just saying. I just want to point out, it is very, very dimly lit. It's almost, it's like you see this, but it's like you see it in great detail. You know what I'm saying? So, you want to draw your gun and, and do something? I just want to draw my gun. Okay. Hey, get away from him. Then I'm going to point it at the... The thing? The thing. It does not respond to you. Why don't you read a bad situation for me? Because you're not firing, or are you? I'm just pointing it because I'm... Okay, then read a bad situation. Okay. Roll me 2d6 and add your sharp. Okay, so non. Okay, a non is a mixed success, so you hold one. Uh, That means you can ask me one of these questions right here. What's your best way in? What's your best way out? Are Are there any dangers that you haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? What's the best way to protect the victims? Okay, so the best way to protect the victims, which is obviously Mr. Sullivan on the ground, is to somehow stop the thing that is approaching him. And the best way that you could think to do that, with your current knowledge, is shoot it. Do I think that it's the little boy? No. Like Felicia does, but it, it's, Liv it's, it's probably Okay, doesn't. let me be a little more specific. You can visibly see that it's like organs are outside. Ooh. It is uh it is eviscerated. Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm not zombie. gonna be able to sleep tonight. It's like a zombie. Okay. So that mean on that case, in that case, mm-hmm. I am going to shoot <laughs> I'm gonna shoot at the thing, but maybe like hit try to aim for its leg. I don't wanna like Okay. Okay. That's fine. You're you're gonna try and shoot it. Okay. You're you shoot it. That's what happens. I'm probably so freaked out that I wouldn't know where to aim. Well, when really? you if you if you're gonna shoot it, you just shoot it. You're using what? 
Probably use my nine mil. Okay, so you pulled your gun already, and you're pointing it at it. It is not addressed to you. Uh, you fire around off at it. But as you're going to do that, in this moment that this is happening, what is Rob doing to react? Try to use magic. Okay, to do what? To trap the monster. Okay, so uh, here's what I'm going to do. She is going to fire on it, okay? She fires on it, and uh, the bullet hits it. It makes contact with it, okay? And when it does, you see its head just turn towards you, and its body stays completely straight uh, toward the man on the floor. But it doesn't seem to have hurt it, okay? In that moment, Rob, why don't you go ahead and roll me to use magic? Um... How exactly? So is this? We're gonna say this is like some sort of a ghost move of yours. Like you're gonna use your ghost magic to do it. Yeah. Okay. It's ten plus three. Oh wow! So uh, it works without issues. Okay. So a shadow basically <laughs> proceeds out from under me. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's part of my spirit because I'm a ghost. Okay. And it yeah. And it paralyzes. The shadow connects to their shadow, and then they get paralyzed. Like they can't move. Okay, so uh, it, it is it is locked in place for the moment. Uh, you are aware, the moment that your sort of spirit makes contact with it, that you are not going to be able to hold it very long. Oh my! Can he hold it long enough for us to get Mister Sullivan? You're gonna run toward and try to get Sullivan out of the way. Once I see that it's sitting still, mm-hmm. I holster my gun back in. Okay. I guess I loaded it. It's it's a nine mil. The nine mil you don't have to reload yet. It's got like whatever. Six, how how much does usually hold? Six in the chamber. Like six. We're okay. gonna call it seven. Okay. So you fired one. You still got six in the chamber, or six in the clip, one in the chamber. So. I need you to roll to act under pressure if you're gonna try and help Mr. Sullivan. Okay. And you will add your cool to that. Awesome. Wow, y'all rolling. Y'all rolling pretty well so far don't for the most that. part. I rolled add double cool. fives. Uh-huh. So that's a ten. Okay, ten. You do what you set out to do. So. Wow. You go up to help So him. Liv's going to run over. Mm-hmm. She's like keeping her eyes on that thing the mm-hmm. whole time. Okay. She runs over and like puts her head under his arm and okay. like tries to pick him up. Yeah, he seems mostly incapacitated. He is just in shock. Yeah, I figured. Come on, Mr. Sullivan. You're trying to get him up and get him out of the way and you do so. Like I said, you do what you set out to do. So you grab him and you're moving him uh, toward the door. And uh, Rob, you're moving toward it a little bit, and you've got it locked into your like shadow prison or whatever. And the lights are starting to flicker again in here. It's it's there's one light bulb, and it's about halfway down this large. So this is like the span of the width of the basement. If you look at the little map I sent, you can see it. But one end of the basement is just closed off, and it's all just storage. It's unfinished. There's one light bulb. And it's not even like a strip bulb. It's just one like round bulb in the middle. And it's lit, but it is dimmed. And it seems to be like flickering, like it wants to come back on. And uh, you hear a sound in your ears. It just sounds like a... At first, it sounds like raspy breathing. And then you hear words. And it says... Oh, can I like investigate a mystery? You could, but, um, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's back. Uh, you, uh, you're back against the wall, and this no face is creeping towards you, and you just hear its raspy breath, and the lights are flickering, but in this room, they're also dimming, 
and it is coming at you. And it, it, it seems to be lun it's like lunging toward the two of you. So let me ask you a question. And, and by the way, you can see now clearly that its arms are uh, like long, and its hands are, have long, sharp fingers, and they are reached out towards you. What are you going to do? I want to read a bad situation. Okay. That's okay. A pretty that's bad that's situation. A, <laughs> I want to figure out like what's my best way out of here because I too am packing. I have a thirty-eight. Okay. Go ahead. Roll me. Roll me a read a bad situation. But if this is, you know, I noticed it disappeared, so I don't want to like shoot in a house where the bullet could go through a wall and hit somebody if this thing is incorporeal. You know what I'm saying? I do. That is six plus two, eight. So with an eight, uh, you do succeed. Uh, you get to hold one. Okay. So what's the best way to protect this guy? To get him out. Okay. Secondarily would be to stop the thing. Okay. But you're not sure if you can do that. You think that if you try to get him out, you're going to be putting yourself at the risk of taking, uh, you know, getting hurt. Yeah. So I was already tugging on him, trying to pull him out. He's resisting that? He was just frozen in place, and the door was shut behind him. Okay. So, yeah, I pull out my revolver. Okay. Pull back the hammer. Point it at this thing. Uh-huh. Center mass, right in the chest. And fire. He's coming at you, so I'm going to call this kick some booty. Okay. Let's roll it. I'm going to kick some booty. Kick some buttocks. My tough is minus one, unfortunately. Oh, shoot. So that's a five. Mm. Oh, no. Uh, I want to use my luck. Okay. Make it a 12. Okay. Good call. Because this Ooh. is do or die. Yeah, this really, yeah. really could be do or die. <laughs> so on a 12, you are going to hit him. He's going to hit you, too, because that's the way it works when you kick some butt. You, you both get hit. But with the 10+, plus, you get to choose an extra effect. Woo. I want to force him where I want him. Which is, I open my flask, and it's like a Ghostbuster thing. I want them in there. That's I'm not kidding. that's not doable. Okay. Uh, I wanted to kick him backward okay. to give us to buy us some time. Okay. And we'll say that your your round comes firing out, and he blinks out, and then blinks in, and it hits him just square in the chest. And when it does, he does trip and stumble backwards. I'm going to say that as he's falling backwards, though, he does get a, a finger on you. Um, you're going to inflict, what is the harm on your weapon? Two harm. Okay. Close, reload, loud. Okay, so it's loud, um, which means everyone in the house is going to hear it. But the moment that you knock him back, you see it kind of fly backwards, the lights kick on. Upstairs, downstairs, everywhere. And as the lights kick on, uh, you also feel as a very sharp claw just rakes against your arm, probably right up next to your wrist where you were holding your gun forward to shoot him. Yeah. And, uh... You take two harm. Okay. Bleeding pretty freely. Uh, does it seem like he's gone, like he's blinked out? All the lights are on and there's nothing in the room. Okay, so after a moment or two, I holster my gun. I don't want anybody running up here and seeing that while there's not a monster around. Uh, but I'm also taking my arm, you know, I'm trying to make a makeshift. Uh, is it bad enough that I'd need a tourniquet? No, probably not that bad. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to wrap it up. I'm taking my suit and trying to put, put pressure on it with some... I'm assuming there's some tatters. Yeah. So I'm taking some of those tatters and sort of like pushing them up against the wound to try to put pressure on it and stop the bleeding. Is this guy still catatonic? 
He's uh, he he is now uh, fully freaking out. His eyes are wide. He is pale, and he says, "What the heck was that?" Uh, what did you see? I'm curious. Some monster, some sort of monster, like a holes in its eyes, uh, f- weird, creepy mouth, long arm, sharp. What was that? So we're seeing the same thing. That's good to know. I don't know what that was. Who the heck are you? They call me the Flake. What? Baseball boy. No. <laughs> Rob, Liv has uh, has pulled Mr. Sullivan out the door because that's what she was trying to do. Meanwhile, you have this thing locked in some sort of a some sort of a contest, and it said to let us go. What did you say? I want to investigate a mystery. Go ahead and roll me that investigative mystery. Okay, so I rolled a nine. So you can ask me one of these questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can it hurt? Or what can hurt it? Sorry. Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? What is it? What sort of creature is it? So you feel you're connected to it now. Your spirit is connected to this thing. Mm -hmm. And it feels wrong. It's definitely not a ghost. And it's definitely not spiritual in that sense. It's also not like anything you've ever felt or any presence you've ever faced in any of your goings-on against the uh, the supernatural, the paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you? Let's. Uh, you've got a moment here. You speak to it. What are you? What are you doing here? Who? Who are you? Why were you trying to kill that man? You hear uh, it get louder in your ears. Let us go! Um. Release us. You're not answering any of my questions. Why would I release you? We feed. Okay, so you must die. The lights kick on. Bright. That bulb that was dim but getting brighter, it comes bright as it can in this room. But it's not like a super bright light where you are. And so um, it doesn't just immediately have the effect of whatever the light does. But the thing starts to sort of pull back against the wall where it's a little dimmer, trying to like pull back away from you as much as it can. And you feel your hold on it starting to slip. And you hear this sort of like... <laughs> We, we will, will devour all. I want to kick some butt. Actually, I'm going to say you don't even have to roll it because it's not trying to attack you. It's just trying to get away. So you do damage to it, right? And uh, this is happening. I mean, you've already got your connection to it with your like spiritual energy. So you just like ghost zap it with your ghost power. Yeah. So you deal it one harm, uh, and when you do, you hear it shriek as you just kind of puncture it or something. Yeah. And it's this decaying, eviscerated child, uh, and it, you hear a sort of shriek in your ears as you like, stab into it with your power. And when you do, all at once, um, you see it start to like shrink back against the light, almost like it's disappearing, and you stab it like to the wall through the part that's still in the darkness. And you just continue to hear that laughter with that shriek as it just uh, it disappears in the light. Rob, what was that? 
Yeah, we'll say that uh, Liv stepped back in the room just in time to see that. I have no idea. Also, you guys just heard a gunshot. Uh, Liv, you specifically heard it very clearly upstairs. While you were facing that, as soon as she stepped in, she heard a very, very loud gunshot high above you inside Uh, the house. That was a 38. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go. It's impeccable hearing. It is. I really know my stuff. She does. With a monster in the house, defeated or not, have to tune in next month for part two of MBH Plays Monster of the Week. Happy Halloween. It's coming towards you, and it it begins to make this noise, uh, this like raspy breath, like it's trying to suck air through the slit on its face that serves at its mouth. And, uh... Yes, that. Yeah, it's that, that's the sound. You, you're doing it. You're doing it. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs>